Welcome to Along the Way with Trudy Kathy White. Trudy is the daughter of Jeanette and Truett Kathy, founder of Chick-fil-A. And like her dad, she is a beloved leader, communicator, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, Trudy will share a heartwarming collection of true stories with lessons she's learned along the way and remind you that the legacy you'll leave then is the life you're living now. Here now is your host, Trudy Kathy White. Olá, tudo bem? Que bom estarmos juntos de novo. Eu sou Trudy e bem-vindo ao episódio. Sempre é um prazer ter esse tempo com você. Okay, now, if you're a little rusty on your Portuguese, let me welcome you to this week's episode and quickly assure you, you've not clicked into the wrong podcast. Today, we're talking about unexpected change, like your favorite podcast starting in Portuguese, right? Change can be unnerving, a feeling you may have just experienced a second ago. It's that feeling of being caught off guard, unsure of what's going on maybe even unable to understand, you know, we've all been there. And as we grow older, we tend to become either more comfortable with change or more resistant in an attempt to hold on to the comforts that we know. For most of us, change typically pulls us out of our comfort zone and leaves us pretty much feeling like fish out of water. If you've been walking with the Lord any amount of time, you're probably familiar with how he uses change to challenge and grow us along the way. Looking back on our move to Brazil, I'm amazed at the amount of spiritual growth the Lord developed in John and me during our 10 years while living there, much of which is a result of the immense change he placed in our journey. After moving to Brazil in 1984, we were provided a home in Campinas that first year as John and I attended language school. Now, having a comfortable and a safe living space to call home really helped our family through many of the difficult adjustments from those initial months in a foreign country. Still, let me just tell you, there were quite a few unexpected differences to get used to in our new house. For instance, Brazilians notoriously dislike carpet. So, naturally, our new home was not filled with the plush carpet that we were used to in the States. We naively never appreciated how carpet muffled the sound of two lively preschoolers until we settled into our home in Campinas with our children, Joy and John John. The hardwood floors, ceramic tile walls, and 10-foot ceilings reverberated with the sounds of our family like an enormous echo chamber. I mean, as you can imagine, the situation delighted the children as they experimented with all kinds of wide variety of new sounds, but ugh, I can still hear it now. It was so loud. But among the many changes was the adjustment to our hot water heater, or the lack thereof, maybe that's the way I ought to put it. Rather than a hot water heater commonly found in the U.S., Brazilians typically have small electric heaters attached to their shower heads and kitchen faucets to heat the water as it comes up through the tap. Now, while a fascinating idea, in reality, these little contraptions, at least in the 80s, didn't do much more than knock off the chill of the water. I quickly learned that I had taken water for granted before coming to Brazil. Hot, cold, and potable. Although the water coming from the tap was nice and cold, it consequently had to be boiled if we wanted to drink it. Thus, our water was always either too cold or too warm for comfort. Now let me tell you, 
City living was also a huge adjustment for our family. You see, we moved to Rio de Janeiro in August of 1985 after completing language school in Campinas. And since I had grown up on a farm, surrounded by countryside with only cows mooing and birds chirping to interrupt the stillness, I found the continuous noise and the excitement of Rio, it was just a bit overwhelming. Truthfully, city living tested our patience. Rio is an incredibly beautiful city with exciting sights, but we were often reminded we weren't the only people visiting those attractions. It often took us three times longer to do things than we ever thought it would. And with every new change, I was reminded of a truth from our stateside missionary training. Here's what they told us. What bugs you in the States will elephant you overseas. Over and over, we found this to be true. One of my biggest challenges while living in Rio was driving, something I often don't even enjoy in my own city of Atlanta. But driving there required a lot of confidence and an equal amount of aggressiveness. Now, without these two essential elements, you're left behind. Here's what John told me. Trudy, the secret to driving here is to go with the flow. If the flow moves fast, you drive fast. If it moves slow, you drive slow. If the flow doesn't stop at a red light, you certainly don't risk and stop, stop at one. No doubt, the small bug of driving in the States was magnified to elephant proportions in this new city. Not only did we face changes in our living conditions and adjusting to traffic, we also encountered some social changes, many of which we had to learn well, kind of the hard way. One evening, we invited new friends to our home for dinner. I was prepared. I had cleaned the house, got the children all clean and dressed, and helped them to kind of understand how to behave when we have guests in our home, and I'd cooked a special Brazilian meal. I can still remember the hustle and the bustle of those last few minutes before it was time for our friends to arrive but the agreed time that they were to come went past. And then 15 minutes passed, and then 30 minutes passed. At 45 minutes, I thought, hmm, I wonder if they've lost their weight or something even worse. Imagine my confusion when they showed up at our door with no explanation or embarrassment over their tardiness. We later learned they were simply being polite. Brazilians consider it kind of rude to be on time to someone's house for dinner. In fact, the later you arrive, the more polite you are. Interestingly, when we returned to the States, we had difficulty breaking that custom. Suddenly, we were required to be on time wherever we went. And that's not always easy when you're also expected to stop at every red light. All those changes and many more made us take a closer look at what we really thought was right and proper and forced us to focus on what was really important. We easily could have become bogged down and longing for the wall-to-wall -wall carpet and maybe a hot shower. We could have become increasingly annoyed at the sounds and the traffic conditions of the city. I can't pretend that these things didn't bother us, but when tempted to focus on the elephants of change, I tried to pause and remember the purpose behind the change. We weren't in Brazil to be comfortable or happy. We were there to serve the Lord. Listen to this verse from 1 Corinthians 7, verses 30 and 31. Those who weep or who rejoice 
or who buy things should not be absorbed by the weeping or the joy or their possessions. Those who use the things of the world should not become attached to them, for this world as we know it will soon pass away. Does that verse challenge anyone else besides me? The elephants of life can so often bog me down with cares and concern that I, I fail just to lift my eyes to the hills, as it says in Psalm 121.1. I fail to focus on the Lord as my helper, as my provider, sustainer, and holder of the future. What in your life now really elephants you or bugs you? Can you identify why it bothers you so much? Let me ask you this. How much control do you have over these elephants? May I leave you with the challenge? If you answered you have little control to that last question, spend some time in conversation with the Lord. Ask Him to remove from your focus what you cannot change so that He might use your time and your attention to better serve Him in the here and now. I hope you found this episode encouraging and spiritually inspiring in your walk with the Lord as you journey with Him along the way. Ciao! That concludes our time together for today. To find out more about Trudy, visit TrudyCathyWhite.com or follow her on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. By pondering the lessons in this podcast, you'll move one step closer to having your own meaningful collection of lessons you've learned along the way.